What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and I'm back with another episode of Talking Endurance and Mastery. And today is September 10th, 2021, which is a very significant date for me. And that is because four years ago, I took on the hardest challenge that I've ever taken on, and it was Ironman Wisconsin. And what I want to do today is I just want to reflect on that experience, that journey four years later and talk about my process, what I learned from it and how it still impacts me to this day. So I'm going to roll the trailer and we'll get into it. Do you want to complete an endurance event and elevate all areas of your life, but you don't know where to start? Then you're in the right place. Talking Endurance and Mastery is a podcast to help you create a vision and take steps towards your goals and dreams. I'm your coach, Mario Minner. I've completed events like Ironmans and Ultramarathons, but I believe the true benefit from endurance events is how they help you become the best version of yourself. Join me as I share stories, lessons, and interview guests to help you apply endurance and mastery principles into every area of your life. Are you ready? Let's go. All right. So it was four years ago that I signed up for the full Ironman in my hometown of Madison, Wisconsin. And at the time I had completed a few sprint triathlons. I had done an Olympic and I had struggled through a half Ironman the year before, but I signed up for Ironman Wisconsin because like many of you who are listening and who take on big challenges, I just wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. And I remember the moment that I decided to sign up for it and I was sitting around a fire and my father-in-law, Al, who got me into triathlons in the first place, like asked me like, why the heck do you want to do this? This is just crazy you know, to run or to swim 2.4 miles, to bike 112, and then to run 26.2 miles all in one day. Like that is just doesn't even make sense. Uh, but I remember the exact reason why. And the exact thing that I said is I want to do this and I want to do it at a young age to prove to myself that if I can do this, then I can do anything. And that is just the the main reason that was the main motivation behind all of it it's if i could do that then i felt like i could do anything that i wanted to do in my life and i still remember that that once i signed up i listed out all of the reasons why i wanted to do an ironman i listed out all of the people who i was doing it for and i honestly don't even really remember why i did that at the time but I must have just known like how hard it was going to be. And I just, I think I just knew that I would have to have like a strong why for that. And so I remember kind of getting a, a training plan, buying a book and starting my training about 30 weeks before the race. And over those months, I had to overcome so many obstacles. I had to uh, start training, you know, cause it was 30 weeks before uh, September 10th. So I had to, you know, start training in the like cold Midwest weather at the beginning of the year. I remember waking up at like 5am to work out every morning. Uh, I remember I actually got 
eye infections from swimming too much with my contacts in that I ended up having to go to the eye doctor and like figure out what was going on. And uh, worst, the, the worst part of it all was that I ended up developing IT band syndrome uh, in my legs, which prevented me from running for like three to four weeks in the middle of training. I ended up getting connected to uh, the sports med program at the University of Iowa, and they were able to help me, you know, figure out what was going on and do some uh, PT and give me some stretches and some uh, strength exercises to do to get back in shape. But those were just some of the the physical aspects. Uh, a lot of it was mental because I remember, you know, spending five five hours or six hours on the weekends uh, training. And spending time away from Emily, who at the time was my fiance. And I was like kind of feeling guilty for spending all of that time training. And I felt like I should be spending, you know, more time with her. And there was also just the doubt of like, can I really do this? You know, what if I fail? All of those types of questions. But I just remember that I kept going because I knew why I wanted to do it. I knew who I was doing it for. And I just wanted that feeling of crossing the finish line and knowing that I could do it. And, you know, Emily, who's my fiance at the time, she's my wife now, she's my best friend. She was like with me every step of the way. And I remember her biking with me during my long, like 20 mile runs. Uh, I remember her uh, kayaking with me when I would be doing my open water swims. And she was just like my biggest supporter and my biggest you know, kind of companion in that whole process. And so that was just the training. And I remember, you know, race day finally arrived and I was super nervous the week before, the night before, the morning of, but I remember I had some of my best friends there. Corey Elfman was there. Uh, Joe Doc was there and my family was there because it was in my hometown. And I just remember the race started, got through the swim and the feeling that I had coming out of the swim was like just total beast mode. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite pictures or videos to look at when I come out of the swim. It took me about an hour and 19 minutes and just coming out and just feeling like super jacked up. And there's this video and this picture that I have that just like still like fires me up to this day. And I remember getting on the bike and just the, the bike course is pretty relentless and grueling 112 miles. Uh, there's almost like three to, I think 3,500 feet of elevation gain. It was tough. There were times when there was like some pretty brutal winds. And I remember having actually a bike maintenance issue where I, uh, my chain got caught. So I had to get off the bike and, you know, dealing with a, a, a maintenance issue during the race. Uh, I remember going through the run and just hitting a wall at like mile 15 or 16 or 17. It was somewhere in between there. And I was just like, I don't know like how I'm going to get through this. And, you know, you just eat some food, you try and recharge and you just keep moving forward. But like I said, I just kept pushing because I knew that I wanted that feeling of crossing the finish line. And I had clearly defined why I wanted to do it and who I was doing it for. And then finally, after about 12 hours and 10 minutes of exercise, I started kind of running down that red carpet in downtown Madison with the Capitol. And I remember just hearing people 
cheering, hearing my family like screaming my name, and I cross the finish line to Mario Minner, you are an Iron Man. And I just remember just like exploding with excitement. And one of my all time favorite pictures is of me crossing the finish line with like an explosive, like just like sheer look of excitement. And it was the perfectly timed picture, which was taken by Hannah Campbell, who's one of my coworkers. She was watching online and took this picture and it was epic. And, you know, just still looking back on it four years later, looking at this picture, it reminds me of the original reason why I signed up in the first place, which was if I can do that, then I can do anything. And when I look at that picture and I think back to the whole experience of training and all of the obstacles and why I did it and then ultimately being successful with it, it still helps me to this day. And this week I've had a really big week. There's a lot of big things that are going on at work. I've been taking on a new role. I'm you know, trying my best there. I'm trying to do everything that I can to continue to to publish and podcast and grow Endurify by coaching some of my clients. And, uh, you know, I'm also trying to be the best possible dad and husband that I can be. And there were moments this week where I was just like, I don't know if I can do this. I, I don't know if I can handle all of these things, but it was, it was when I was reminded of September 10th and everything that I accomplished four years ago with training for the Ironman and what that taught me. And it taught me that if I can do that, then I can do anything. And I can get through any sort of hard experience that I'm going through. And that to me is like the real benefit and the real you know, meaning behind endurance events. And the lasting enduring effect of training for Ironmans and endurance events, because this is a, a feeling and a lesson that stuck with me from four years ago. And I know that it's going to stick with me for the next 40 years or, you know, even more than that. It's something that's going to stick with me forever. And, you know, I'm just really grateful for this whole experience of training and for these lessons learned from four years ago that as I bring it back to you, I just want to ask you, you know, what is that reminder for you, right? For me, it's seeing myself crossing the finish line at the Ironman. And for me, that's an image that helps me feel like, wow, I can do anything and I can do anything that I set my mind to and I can do this. But I know that there's some sort of experience or feeling or image for you that reminds you of how successful you are and how powerful you are as a human being. And I'm just curious, what does that look like for you? So that's the first question is, you know, what's that image or feeling or story or experience that reminds you of how powerful you are and how amazing you are and how, you know, how, how much that inspires you to be successful. The second question is, how often do you look at that image or think back to that story or experience? Because that's another part that I'm thinking about that I really should look at that picture more often to create that sense of I can do anything 
every single day. And I want that same thing for you. So if you have an image or a story or a feeling that helps you feel confident and successful, that's awesome. Um, but the next question is how often do you look at it? And maybe it's something that you want to try out and look at every single day to have that feeling every single day that if you can do that, then you can do anything. So that is my message for today. And if you found any sort of value in it, would you please consider leaving a five star review? Uh, that would mean so much to me and would help spread this message. So that's what I have for today. And until next time, I'll talk to you all later.